I need some audience that listens better than the adults do. If you're about that tall, not counting Lisa, and if you're about that tall or less, come on up here with me right now. Make yourself comfortable. No, you don't get the stool arc, and that's my spot. Not yet. Come on. If you're a guest, you're going to fit right in. Just come on. Micah asleep? Is he? There's your spot right there, big boy. Am I missing anybody? This is our time. Now, what, what I'm about to do, which is read the Christmas story, this is something that if you are a dad and you're going to be with your children tomorrow, this is the first thing you, you need to do. You need to open your Bible and read the Christmas story. It's in the book of Matthew and in the book of Luke. And before any of the, the world influence becomes a part of the day, let Jesus be what your Christmas is about. Amen. Christmas story. It's, uh, it's got several parts to it. Did you know that? Tell me what you know about the Christmas story so far. What, who can tell me something you know about the Christmas story in the Bible? Go ahead, darling. Um, that, Mary was with child. that Mary was with child. That's right. That's found in uh, Matthew chapter 1. Starts in verse 18. There's Elias. I thought I was missing somebody. Where's your sister? She didn't want to do it, huh? Okay. All right. Tell me. Last, tell me what you know about the Christmas story. Tell me something you know about it. Open presents. Okay. Well, the wise men. There were some wise men that did bring presents. That that's part of the Christmas story. That's in a little later on in Matthew chapter two. That's in there. So that's technically that's right. I got to give them a little bit there. Lily, what do you know about the Christmas story? Anything? It's baby Jesus' birthday. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's... You had it right there a second ago. It disappeared. Is, you having a senior moment, Lane? That's what we call them when we get old. You forget what you were going to say. Well... Let me let me tell you some of the things. Okay, go ahead, bud. Jesus was born. Well, that's yeah, definitely. Well, the Christmas story is found in two books of the Bible, particularly. Actually, the whole New Testament is about the Christmas story, and the whole De- Old Testament is about this Christmas story that's someday going to happen. So it's all through the Bible. 
but the parts where it actually took place are the ones we're talking about right now. We're talking about in uh, in Luke, there's an angel shows up, and he appears to a young woman, a girl, really. She's might be 14, maybe 15, somewhere in there. We don't know for sure. She was really young. She was a virgin, and she was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph. And an angel. Anybody know that, that angel's name? Angels have names too, you know. Gabriel, that's right. Somebody out there is helping you out. Gabriel shows up. You want to read that part first? What do you think? Then that's the announcement of the birth. Here, let's read that. This is Luke, and we're going to read uh, chapter 1. We're going to start in verse 26. Let me find it here. It says, And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Sheila. No, that's not right. What Mary, that's right. Okay, there we go. I thought I just didn't want you falling asleep on me here. And the angel came in and said unto her, Hail, thou that art highly favored, The Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation, that big long word means greeting, this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, And shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name. Come on now. Yeah, stay with me now. Yeah, you got it. All right, Jesus. He shall be great, and he shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then Mary said unto the angel, There they are, there's some more. Once Brother leaves, you know, sister would come. Okay, okay. And it said, Mary said unto the angel, How can this how shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Is the attention span about to come to an end? All right. Some of you are doing better than others. Okay. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age, And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. Now I want you to remember this part right here. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. 
God can do, God can do anything. You know, you know what the, you know what the crowning achievement of God is except creating us. Of course, that's way up there, of course. But one of the coolest things God ever did was saved an old sinner like me. Y'all are sinners too, you know that, right? Arkin knows it real well. Arkin's parents know it even better. And he's there for you too. Go ahead, Arkin. Yeah, I know how he died horribly. He rose again. Well, it is, except with God, everything surpasses. Amen. And that's, and Arkin, then that's who Jesus is. He is God in the flesh. Yeah, God can see everything. He saw that, he saw that foolishness that you was doing last night. Yeah, yeah. He does see everything. Santa doesn't because Santa's not real, but Jesus is. Santa's not real. Your mom and dad and other people that love you. And all good things come from God. Huh? You call them snooping or sneaking around your house? Well, that's it. Okay, all right. Well, somebody was fooling you. But anyway, I'll tell you what. There, there's a lot more to this story. The, announce, the angel announces to Mary that this is going to happen. And Mary, one of the things that she does after it happens is to go to visit her cousin Elizabeth. Now, Elizabeth is married to a, a, a priest whose name is Zacharias. And both Elizabeth and Zacharias are really old. Well, let's see, where's Brother Cecil? Well, I guess I'll do for the example. But anyway, uh, way too old to be having babies. But the angel Gabriel, same angel, by the way, it's the same one, visited Zacharias and told Zacharias that Elizabeth is going to have a baby. She's going to conceive, which means have a baby. And that baby's going to grow in her. And it was she was six months along. Let's see. Where's my example? Christine, would you stand up? Everybody look back at Christine. And how far along are you, Christine? Seven months. So a month. how she looked a month ago was how Elizabeth was. Now, Elizabeth was pregnant with a very special man, not as special as Jesus, but still really special. He was a man that God sent to prepare the way for what Jesus was going to do. 
And one of the things that Jesus did before he died for our sins was he built something that you're familiar with. He built the very first church. Churches are made out of people. This church isn't the building, it's the people in the building. And he made the first church, and he gave that church power to perpetuate itself. Now, that's a big $2 word right there, but it means it's going to keep going on and having other churches come from those churches, and that's going to go on all the way to the end of the world. This church right here is a part of that lineage, is a part of that miracle that Jesus performed. And the guy that prepared the way that God sent with the authority to do all that, his name, anybody know his name? What? No? No, Zacharias was that guy's daddy. What was his name? Caleb, do you know his name? Holy Spirit? No, wasn't Holy Spirit. Joseph? Nope. His name was John. John the Baptist. Look here, we got a we got a bright one over here. Amen. What kind of a church did he help build? We'll we'll leave that alone for another day. No, he didn't get blinded. Well, I guess you could count he got blinded when Herod cut his head off, but other than that. Yeah, he gave his life to serve Jesus. One of the matter of fact, Jesus said that Jesus said there wasn't a servant of God on earth born among among women greater than John the Baptist. That's another story. Let me finish this story. Deal? Okay, so John the Baptist is born, and Zacharias. He was a kind of, how, how do I describe him? Uh, he was, I guess, a little bit uh, skeptical. That's, what, that's the word. He wasn't sure that he was going to, that, that Elizabeth was going to get pregnant and they were going to have a son. The angel said he was, but he said, well, how, how do I know that's true? How do I know that's going to happen? And the angel said, well, all right, I'll tell you what, I'm going to shut you up and you're not going to be able to speak a word until after the child is born. And Zacharias couldn't say anything after that. I mean, he closed his mouth. There was nothing come out. And the, the, he never said a word until after the baby was born. So if an angel comes, a ruin comes and tells you something, you probably ought to believe him. Right? Now, now Mary... Same angel now, Gabriel. Mary didn't act like that when the angel came to her. Mary said, the angel said, you're going to have a son, and you're going to call his name Jesus, and he's going to be great, and he's going to, she told him all those things. And did Mary say, well, how do I know? How am I going to believe you? No, she didn't do that. She said, she said, be it unto me according to thy word. When God calls you to do something, that's really what you ought to do. And he's going to call every one of you when you get saved. He's going to call you to do some things for him. It might be to sing. It might be to teach. It might be to 
There are all kinds of different things. But when the Lord lays it on your heart to do something, what, are you, what, is, what should you say to God? Well, I don't know if I don't want to do this or not. Is that what you say when God tells you what he wants? No, you said, Lord, be it unto me according to thy will, just like Mary. She's your example for that. Well, this is an amazing story. And I'm going to, I'll tell you what, time is getting away from us a little bit. So I'm going to go uh, to the book of Luke again, back in chapter one. This is where, this is where Justin was reading earlier when the violin was playing. And uh, here in, uh, well, let's go to Luke chapter 2. That's what I really meant. Let me find it here. This is, this is when Mary was bigger than Christine. And she was about two months further along, and she, it was coming time to have the baby. And they had to go on a trip. Anybody know where they went? They were, if you look at the map, I don't have one here, but if you look at the map of Israel, way up here in the top is Nazareth, where they lived. And way down here in the bottom, over rivers and mountains, and a bunch of them, is where they had to go. They had to go to the city of Bethlehem. Do you know why? That was the order that was given by Caesar, who's like the government. And they had to go because the law said they had to go. And they had to register to pay their taxes. And so they did. It's a long journey. It's a journey that a pregnant girl... As far along as Mary was, shouldn't ever have to make, but she did. And they got there. And here's the story of that. You ready? You awake? All right, everybody, stand up. Oh, let's stretch a little bit. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. okay. All right, now sit back down. You're good. Okay, all right, here we go. It came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. I'm up here, Arkin. Thank you. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenia was governor of Syria, and all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, which is way up here, out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, which is way down here, under the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. That's what she calls Christine when she's big and round like that. She's great with child. And it was so that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. It's time for the baby to come. Where's, where'd Lane go? Oh. Are you excited about the baby coming? Yeah, you get a new baby brother or sister, don't you? 
You probably know what it's going to be yet, but I don't. I can't remember. Anyway, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes. That's baby blankets and stuff. And laid him in a manger because there was no room for them at the motel. They called it an inn back then. Just hold on. And so it was that while they were there, the baby's delivered. And she wraps him up and lays him in a manger because there's no room anywhere else. And there were in the same country. Now, do you have a favorite part of the Christmas story? What's your favorite part, Donna? The what? This this guy over here is up here. It's, what's his name? Up here. Hey, hey, hey. Walker. Look at me. You know what that means? Thank you. Now go ahead. Jesus' birth. Yeah, well, that's that's my favorite part. Kayla, what's your favorite part? About, about the kings. About the what? About the kings. The kings. Okay, that's a cool part. What I'm going to read to you now is my favorite part. We, I was talking with Harley earlier about the song Silent Night. Because I've never been able to figure out where they got the lyrics for Silent Night. Because that was that night was one of the most not silent nights I ever heard of. And I'm going to read about that part right now because I love this part. What's this? It says, There were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were scared out of their wits. They were sore afraid, it says. When people see angels, they usually get scared because angels are mighty and powerful and fearsome looking. And they're not like those little pretend things they stick on the shelf and call them angels. No, they're people. Yeah, people fall out when they see an angel. And the angel said unto them, fear not. For I, behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to, now catch this, which shall be to all people. Are you a people? Then that great joy is for us. It says here, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swallowing clothes, lying in a manger. Now, watch this. Now, can you picture things in your head? Do you do that? If you're reading a book and you kind of think about it like a movie playing in your head? You know what I mean? Okay. I'm going to read this, and I want you to picture it in your mind. Y'all can do that, too. I realize that most of you, your imagination has drifted off somewhere, but just kind of pull it back and use it a little bit right now. Here we go. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying. And when the Bible says multitude, how many are we talking about? We're not talking about five or ten or a hundred. We're talking about 
thousands, sometimes tens of thousands, and maybe even more than that. A multitude of angels would just fill the whole sky around you. Look at what it said. It said, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, which are the angels, praising God and saying, and here's what they said. Glory to God in the highest on, on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. You think they said, glory to God in the highest. How do you think they said it, Mary? Well, tell me, show me. Okay, all right. I'll tell you what, you all out there, you can be our multitude of angels. And what did they said? They said, glory to God. Whoa, now you're starting to get a picture. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Where's your hallelujah, Mary? That means, that, that means praise the Lord, doesn't it? You think any of those angels were saying hallelujah? Yeah. Isn't that just the coolest movie you ever watched? I don't think, I've never seen a movie with that in it that, I'd like to see a really well made one with that in it. It says, and it came to pass, here we go, here's the rest of the story. As the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. Has the Lord made known anything to you? He's doing that right now as we're reading his word, aren't we? And they came with haste. What's that mean? It means they hurried. They got, they got the lead out. That's what they say. And found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child, concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But the Bible says that Mary kept all those things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Everything the Bible says, which is Bible is God's word, is going to happen just like God said. The baby was born just like God said. The Christmas story happened just like God said. There's a bunch of other things God said that's fixing to happen. Jesus is coming back. The same baby that was born in that and laid in that manger. The same baby that grew up and spread his arms out on a Roman cross and died for your sins is coming back again. And, and every eye shall see him. And those who have put their trust in him are going to be taken to heaven with him when he comes. You want to be one of those? 
Don't ever forget who your Savior is. You can't be good enough to, be, to make it because you're a sinner. I can't be good enough to make it because I'm a sinner. But Jesus loved me anyway. And he paid for all my sins when he went to the cross and died in my place. And when he comes, I'm going. I'm going with him. And I want you to go too. That's why the Christmas story is so important. Because without it, none of us have any hope at all. But because of what God did, he came and became a baby and grew up and became a man, a perfect man. And paid for our sins on the cross. That's the Christmas story. That's what it's about. Somebody would have to love you an awful lot to do that for you. Don't you think? Well, that's just what Jesus does. He loves you a whole lot. Even more than mom and dad. Imagine that. And they love you like life itself. Merry Christmas. I hope you have the best Christmas in your family, in your home that you've ever had so far. You too. You too. All right, you can go back to mom and dad. Thank you for all your, all your wonderful attention. And nobody went to sleep. That was good. So dads, this is your job. I didn't do this to do it for you. I did this to set an example so you'd know what to do. Amen. This is your job. You going to do your job tomorrow? Amen. Amen. The Christmas story is a wonderful thing. It's absolutely true. Jesus is everything he said he was. He's everything that angels said he was going to be. And he's here for you. This church that he established is still going on just like the Bible said it would. And here we are. He said, take the, take the gospel to Judea, to Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the world. That's us. From where that was, this is the uttermost part of the world. Amen. And Jesus is here. And he's saving sinners. And he's the only one who can. Amen. If you don't know him, which means if you have not placed your trust in him and him alone to save you from your sins. You need to give some serious consideration to that. You could do that even today.